When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Do you like what you're hearing right now? Then be sure to check out VOC Nation. Whether it's on VOCNation.com or your favorite podcast provider, VOC Nation offers the greatest in live and on-demand content, great interviews, and incredible insight from those who have lived the business. Seven days a week, VOCNation.com. And don't forget to check us out on Twitter at VOCNation. Welcome everyone to WCW Retro. I'm your host for the evening, Papa Stroh, the Meister of Wrestling, and always great to have you guys here with us every Thursday night at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and tonight, very special night, we'll be playing a special game called Wrestling's Who's Better. So we'll be, we'll be uh, taking random stars from the past and present and putting them together and talking about who would be better of the two. So looking forward to uh, playing Who's Better with you guys tonight. And anytime you guys would like to call into tonight's live WCW Retro podcast, you can do so at 914-338-1885. Once again, that number is 914-338-1885. And special shout-out to the spot, our Spotify and iTunes listeners. Uh, thank you guys for your support. Much appreciated. And... Uh, Support all the great podcasts we got on VOCNation.com. Um, every week, uh, we got some great podcasts here and uh, some very entertaining folks that uh, that host them. So uh, please uh, show us support. Also support us on Pro Wrestling Tees at ProWrestlingTees.com slash VOCNation. Get your favorite VOCNation shirt today, including one of WCW Retro. And one of your truly Papa Stroh, the four faces of Stroh. And uh, always appreciate your support. Um, <clears throat> also, for my social media roundup, my official website is thestroh.com, T H E S T R O dot com. Um, uh, Facebook at face, at um, the Facebook is uh, Stroh the Maestro. 
Twitter, Stro, Instagram, at StroMaestro. Subscribe to my YouTube channel, guys, at youtube.com slash StroMaestro. I'm a Twitch at twitch.tv slash RealPompaStro. If you'd like to make a donation, yours truly, buy me a cup of coffee, tips, gifts, etc. And I appreciate all the donations that you guys have given so far. Thank you so much. Send it to my PayPal at paypal.me in the American slash Pompastro. No, look at it. It's paypal.me slash Pompastro. Thank you for advance for your support. Uh, bookings, uh, taking on kinds of bookings these days TV, film, wrestling, commentary, voiceover, uh, stand up comedy. Uh, if you'd like to have me for a bastard influencer for your brand, product, or business. Uh, uh, Comic-Cons, conventions, autograph signings, uh, appearances, uh, motivational speaking, uh, interviews, uh, special occasions, etc. Uh, hit me up, uh, Stroforia, S-T-R-O, number 4-Y-A, at yahoo.com. I'm just top business. I'd like to be a special guest in an upcoming episode of WCW Retro. Email me also at WCWRetro at yahoo.com and get some exposure on the network the podcast um, but uh, thank you for all your support much appreciated and looking forward to uh, talk, talking who's better tonight plus more wrestling news here on WCW Retro should be a good time um, looking, looking forward to uh, talking wrestling with you guys tonight as well, so uh, always a uh, pleasure to have you guys here here on WCW Retro, and uh, let's uh, I, I'll, I'll give you guys an example how to play this game tonight. Coleman, uh, I just like for example, uh, say from the, from the past, uh, for example. Like Luthez, for example, of the past, you would put him with uh, a star of the day, per se, like uh, uh, Brian Danielson, and compare the two and see who you feel would be the uh, better of the two. So it's a pretty exciting game. So, uh, so uh, it uh, should be a lot of fun tonight. So. Uh, Definitely we'll be talking that plus so much more here on WCW Retro. Uh, we just definitely having WrestleMania this past weekend, and it was a pretty interesting two days. Well, after three days, you count the Hall of Fame. Uh, new champions, uh, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn, the Tech Champions, uh, new SmackDown Women's Champion, Ray Ripley. Uh, now, a lot of stuff going on, and uh, I don't know, Raw the next night after Mania, Brock Lesnar turning on Cody Rhodes, uh, which made big news as well. So, uh, got that going on with WWE, plus the sale to Endeavor, uh, along with the AEW, which uh, they just announced that they're going to be coming to Wembley Stadium. That's pretty exciting news as well. Uh, and, you know, we have the uh, AEW Tag Team Champions and FTR. And uh, a great match with uh, the Guns. So, uh, yeah, lots to talk about tonight and then some. So, uh, yeah, look, looking forward to that. Um, 
also uh, just a, a lot of lots of stuff to talk about tonight, guys. Right here on WCW Retro, and I tell you what we'll do here. Uh, we'll uh, take a pause for a call, and uh, when we come back, we'll, we'll talk uh, more wrestling and who's better right here on WCW Retro. So stick with us. Live from the In The Room studios, this is the POC Nation Radio Network. Hey everyone, it is your favorite knockout, Mickey James, and you're listening to the VOC Nation. Voice of Choice Wrestling Nation. Worldwide. 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 Worldwide, baby. Worldwide, man. Worldwide. 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 Whether on the website or across our syndicated network of podcasts, contact EOCNation.com for advertising information for the possibility to save 20% on what you will spend on an ad. The most polarizing personalities worldwide. This is the VOC Nation Radio Network. Are you a fan of classic pro wrestling? Universal Wrestling Archives has a library of over 1,200 hours of pro wrestling action. The largest classic pro wrestling library after the WWE. Two stars like Ric Flair, the Junkyard Dog, the Midnight Express, the Rock and Roll Express, Dr. Death Steve Williams, Hacksaw Jim Duggan, the Fabulous Freebirds, and more. UWA provides DVD collections of episodes for Mid-South Wrestling, Power Pro Wrestling, and the Universal Wrestling Federation. There's also a special house show collection featuring rare wrestling footage only seen here. Visit www.universalwrestling.com or find them on Facebook and Twitter. This is Becky Nova, your Candyland princess, and I want everyone to know that I love BLCNation.com. Hey, how's it going? This is Amy Dumas, but you may know me as Lita. You're listening to VOC Nation. Live from the In The Room studios, this is the VOC Nation Radio Network. Hey, everyone. It is your favorite knockout, Mickey James, and you're listening to the VOC Nation. Hey guys, Brady Hicks here, VOCNation.com. I just wanted to run down some of the exciting things coming your way on the worldwide leader in entertainment. Tuesday, June 25th, 9 p.m. Eastern Time, as In the Room welcomes WCW and WWE referee Nick Patrick. And while you're at it, be sure to check out recent In the Room interviews with Rhino and Barry Horowitz, now in the archive. Miss the return of Voice of Choice Bruce Work? Check him out now on VOC Nation. Live from the In The Room studios, this is the POC Nation Radio Network. Hey everyone, it is your favorite knockout, Mickey James, and you're listening to the POC Nation. Voice of Choice Wrestling Nation. Worldwide. 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 Worldwide, baby. Worldwide, man. Worldwide. 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 Worldw
Worldwide. 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 On the OCNation.com. Interested in advertising. We are back at WCW Retro here on com. Um, Papa Stroh and Mike Stroh Wrestling. And uh, tonight, uh, we're just uh, playing a special game, actually, called uh, Wrestling's Who's Better, where we take uh, random stars from the past and present, put them together and discuss who would be better of the two. Amanda. I gave you one little example before we run a commercial break uh, with Lou Bev and uh, Brian Danielson as two examples and, and compare them to who would, who would be better of the two. But uh, yeah, it should be a fun game and uh, we'll be talking more wrestling news as well. Uh, just got off, you know, I mentioned the top hour, just got off a WrestleMania weekend and uh, the AEW Dynamite announced that they're going to a Wembley Stadium. Uh, so a lot of big news to talk about, and of course the sale of Endeavor in WWE as well. So let's talk about tonight. So let's that get to our first caller, uh, Chaz. How you doing, brother? Welcome back. How you doing? Hey, Stro, how are you? How's everything? Uh, keeping together, keeping together. Hope you're doing good. Yeah, no, doing very well. Just uh, starting to hit stride with uh, promoting the July 28th uh, WAW. Show in uh, Chicago, a night to remember, and so we're uh, we're going full blast on that. So that's these are exciting times. Um, our North American heavyweight title belt just came in. Uh, the women's belt is on its way. So it, it's a uh, it's a good time to be involved in professional wrestling. Absolutely, I'd say the the more I hear about night to remember, it just gets better and better. <laughs> I mean, what oh, are absolutely. I mean, and you know what? Let's, let's let the BOC Nation know right away that, um, God, for the first time in many years, we've got Papa Stroh and Dorothy appearing at a night to remember. Oh, that, I, I'm great. so excited. I'm so excited. I can't wait. And uh, to be part of that, that, that extraordinary lineup for a night to remember, I mean, it, I mean, it's amazing. Oh, yeah, we've got, uh, we've got, uh, two world title matches, two regional title, uh, three regional title matches, and the, the card expanded between uh, uh, pre-show all the way up. It expanded to nine matches total, so it's going to be a fun night. That that's awesome. Okay, great. Can't wait to give everybody the date. It's going to be Friday, July twenty eighth. Yeah, it's going to be Friday, July twenty eighth at the Tilly Park Convention Center. Uh, tickets are on sale now at Eventbrite. Our tickets are very reasonably priced. We have a, a VIP with the meet and greet at fifty dollars a ticket. And then we have ringside at twenty five and general admission at fifteen. Fantastic, fantastic, and, and fans are listening. Uh, be sure to get your tickets while they can, because I mean this, this is going to be one hot show. <laughs> We've got seven hundred seats in the venue, and we're probably we can hold up to fifteen hundred with standing room. But uh, given what the what the board of directors has said, we're probably not going to go over 700 seats. We want everybody to be comfortable that night. Mm-hmm. Oh man! So I, I can't just everybody get to you know <laughs> get the event right and get your tickets now. Especially if you want to meet and greet or if you want to be you know close to the action, those seats are going to sell out. You know, come you come the night of the show going, oh, I can just get uh, I can get uh, VIP at the door. No, that's not going to happen. I'm letting everybody know now that is probably not going to happen. 
Yeah, get your tickets where you can, folks. Nice to remember. Yep. Uh, Absolutely. So anyway, getting back to what you were talking about, yeah, I mean, Mania was uh, was interesting. It was good for what, you know, I, I don't get into the uh, the armchair booking. I, I don't do what a lot of these fanboys do. And they go, oh, should have been this way, should have been that way, should have been this way. It's like, whatever. I, mean, <laughs> I, I, turn, I turn on the event for what it is. And... Uh, and you know, and either I'm entertained or I turn it off. One of the two. This time I was actually entertained the entire two nights. Just enjoyed a show, right? <laughs> yeah, right. You know, there's an easy way to, to there's an easy way to become the uh, the man in charge. Put your money up, run your own show. Oh yeah. There's an easy there's an oh, easy yeah. adage in professional wrestling. My show, my money, my rules. Yes, and my wife rolls her eyes every time I say that. <laughs> I mean, they had a, I mean, for what it was, I mean, their production and everything is always my top notch. And oh, their mania, their it. production is, is second to none. I mean, they said mm-hmm. that over the two nights they made, over the two nights they made $20 million in the gate. Mm-hmm. They made $21 million in sponsors. And I, I bet that's between Maybe. the set, the rental, and everything else. I bet they were in for ten million. Not even in talent, wow. just in the, just in the setup cost. I bet they were in for ten. Oh, yeah, man. they made a profit, but I mean, look at the, look at the extravagance of, of the set. I mean, you know, they, they do something similar for Super Bowl for the halftime show, but it's nothing on the scale of, uh, nothing that's on the scale of WrestleMania. No, 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 they're amazing. It's simply amazing. And, oh, gosh, so much going on with them. I mean, between that WrestleMania, the sale of Endeavor, and... Uh, you know, what's your take on that? Because I thought it was kind of interesting that it was, it was the day after WrestleMania that uh, the sale was announced. Well, if there were adamant about going with the sale, I, I believe these guys were the best ones to go by. Honestly, for the connections with I the UFC world and everything, and you know it, and this you know also brings up possibilities about UFC and WWE, you know, possibly working together on the business. Oh, wow. and I, I think be a good oh yeah, because I mean, you know, it, it's interesting that there's a there's a school of thought that says that it, it you know. UFC is real. There's another school of thought that says UFC is a work. So I thought it was interesting that they're all mm-hmm. under the same umbrella now. Yeah. So, yeah, we'll, we'll see what happens. But uh, I, I think it was, it, was, it was a smart move. And um, from a business standpoint, yeah. absolutely. I mean, you take a look at it. You know, and they left. They left everybody in charge. They didn't try to reinvent the wheel. Mm-hmm. You know, I thought. Uh, I thought maybe. Uh, if Disney would have bought it or somebody would have bought it, they'd have started moving everybody out and moving their own people in. But it didn't. It wasn't the case. Right. I mean, everybody looks like everybody still has a job, doing the same job that they've always done. Now that might upset mm-hmm. some people, but you know, oh well. Yeah. Oh yeah. And speaking of uh, speaking of that, uh, Raw Monday night uh, looks like we have a brand new feud with uh, Cody. And uh, Brock. Yeah, yeah, that was that was uh, 
an interesting turn of events. Couldn't say I was too surprised, considering given Brock's history with Paul Heyman, but it's going to be uh, it's going to be interesting to see how how often Brock appears. I mean, he's not a full time mm-hmm. member of the roster any longer, so right, right. And, I mean, you think possibly we could be seeing Cody and Brock either in a backlash or even later on as like a SummerSlam. I'm thinking really if, they, if they hold true to form, as they did with Goldberg uh, and Brock, you'll see three matches. So you'll see Backlash, mm-hmm. you'll see SummerSlam, and if it if it draws good business, you might see, and by good business we mean ticket sales. I mean, you might see them again at uh, what comes after, um, Hell in the Cell comes after SummerSlam. They might see them mm-hmm. at those three places. And this uh, leaves open for the champion, uh, Roman Reigns, who his next challenger would be. And, you know, a lot of names have been coming around, but I, I still think the wild card here would be Jay. Because I, I see something yeah. brewing. You know, yeah, definitely Jay. After Monday night. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they, they ran Owens and, uh, and Zayn away from that path by uh giving mm-hmm. them a title shot, a successful title shot at that at the um at the tag team titles. So they're kind of occupied. Right. I mean, you know again, everybody's like, Oh, who are they gonna put the belts on? I find that so disrespectful. Okay, you gotta get in the ring and win them. It's not who you're yeah. gonna put the belt on. You know, if that's the case then why are we even bothering to watch matches? Why don't we just get up there with uh you know, with an automated coin flipper and see uh, who's going to win and lose and call it a day. I mean, it, it just annoys the hell out of me when people do that. You know, right. was wrestling suddenly real in the 60s and 70s? No. And in terms of the in terms of uh, the of terms of the finishes of the matches and the predetermination, no, of course not. But we didn't care. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not that we didn't know. Right. We didn't care. And we wanted to see who was going to win and lose. In the ring, hence the game that we're going to play tonight. Because my wife and I played this game <laughs> Saturday morning for night one, and we just started out uh-huh. as a you know as a way for for me to talk wrestling without annoying her because she gets she gets annoyed with me every so often talking wrestling because I don't stop, and that's you know whatever it is what it is. We met at a wrestling show, so she should expect it. But she's right; I don't really ever stop talking about it. And we started playing this game, and we just started we just started throwing out names from started out the same era, then it turned out to be different eras, and then it turned out to be like way back against modern era wrestlers. And it was interesting the responses that we got. It was it was actually a very fun game. So it's awesome. Yeah. Before we get started, uh, I, I just have to say that definitely a show stealer of, of both nights had had to have been Charlotte Flair and Rhea Ripley. Man, what a match! Absolutely. Absolutely, and I think one of the things that um, allowed that match to be one for the ages and to be um, and to be as good as it was is you never knew who really was going to win. I That's mean, they true. pulled out they pulled out all the stops, and the obvious yeah. didn't happen. You didn't see Ric Flair in Charlotte's corner. Uh, you didn't see you didn't see. Um, Dominic and the boys in Rhea's corner. You didn't see them at all that match. Right. 
So it was just, you know, it was a, a champion and a challenger that went out to the ring and, and and gave it their all. And, you know, this time the challenger became the champion. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was great. We're being joined by uh, 609 Area Code. Welcome to WCW Retro. Oh, man, my area code didn't change when I'm down in here in Florida. Oh, man. No, it's, it's the rat what boy. Is, How you doing, rat boy? It's the rat. How's the vacation doing? Well, we, have, uh, we just made we it down here. We just made it. We just, yeah. yeah, we just made it down here in Georgia. That's awesome. It's just a radio show, cool. you know. Okay. All right. Okay. And, and, uh, I'm in Georgia, the upper half of Georgia, but we'll be riding down Florida tomorrow. We're too tired. All right, all right. I, I can imagine. Yeah, but <laughs> hey, you got to check out all the pictures I've been uh, taking. Yeah, yeah what part yeah. of Florida, right? What part of Florida I'm in right now? Yeah, what part are you oh, going no. to? Um, I'm going to Tampa, after Tampa, then we're going to uh, go to Orlando, to Disney World. Oh, nice. Very good. Yeah. Just watch your wallet around the mouse. Yeah, maybe maybe I maybe I could body slam body uh body slam Mickey Mouse maybe Shavaka maybe Donald wow. Duck. Yeah, I'm gonna try to body slam him. All right, why are you gonna body slam Donald Duck? He's a heel. He's one of us. <laughs> oh really? The other two yeah, I could care less about. Yeah. Yeah, he's got, he's how about, got how about, how about, too, right? How about the seven dwarfs? How about the seven dwarfs? Can I body slam them? Oh wow, the seven dwarfs. That's interesting. So are they on Dynam are they on AEW Dark or are they on NXT? <laughs> Hang on, I right now we're sitting in person and I'm we're eating and all. <laughs> okay. Take sure. Take my money, take my money. Here's two dollars. Okay. Yeah, I have we're being joined seven oh four I think this is my man uh, Mr. Hollywood. Mr. Hollywood, how you doing, brother? How you doing, Professor Maestro? How you doing? Oh, hey, how what's you, up, Mr. Hollywood? How are you? How you doing, my friends? Everybody online. Hello from Mr. I hope everyone's doing well. We are. Thank you. Right, right. Super duper. Right, Super nice. duper. Oh, yeah, tonight we're coming. playing the game of who's better in, in the wrestling room. So we'll, we'll, I'll just go down. We, we'll take two random uh, stars of any generation, past, present, and we put them together and we discuss who's better than the two. So uh, whoever wants to go first with their two. Who's, that, who's, who's better of the two of or any, anybody in, t- in particular? Nope. Anybody. Anybody, any era. It's your choice. Yeah. Oh, my choice. Okay, I got one for you. I want to give homage to the Hollywood Hulk Hogan. Okay. Hogan. Okay. So, all right. Who, who, so you who, got who Hogan, who else? Who's, who, who's better? Hogan or who else? I think Hogan. Let me think. Hmm. I'm going to throw Flair. I'm going to throw Rick Flair in the hat. Oh. Flair and Hogan. There's a clash in styles. There's a clash in yeah. styles. I'm going to stir up the pot. I'm stirring up the pot. Not <laughs> a boy. What, 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 so what do you guys think about Hogan and Flair? Who would be better of the two, in your opinions? Oh, man. Go ahead, Rep Boy. I'm going to say Vic Flair. 
No, no, no. I gotta say Hogan because I'll be seeing Hogan maybe already past uh, Rick Flair's house <laughs> on the way down. Yeah. If I can still see Hogan, I'm going with Hulk Hogan. Okay. <laughs> wait a minute, wait a minute. What Hogan are you talking about? The NWO no, Hogan Hollywood. or the original no, Hogan? No, he said Hollywood. Hollywood. Hollywood Hogan of the NWO with Eric Bischoff. <laughs> Uh, uh, I, I'm not sure, you know. Sometimes I'm a little bit tired right now because I got to get some sleep because I'll be on the road in the morning. All right, bud. All right, because I'm, I'm Always good to hear guy. from you. We're, we're gonna, yeah, you know, good to hear from you. Yeah, from me. If, I, if you guys don't hear from me Tuesday, you know where I'm at in Disney World. Locked up. Yeah, oh, man. Okay. Help us and then you'll call us on Wednesday because you'll be broke. Yep. Things are so damn expensive. <laughs> no, I'm going to be locked lock up in, in uh, Mickey Mouse Castle. Oh, <laughs> they're going to put you in the dungeon. I got you. Yeah, you never know. <laughs> wow. Just remember, you can't chair right. shot Minnie Mouse, bro. Can't, not in this day and age. Yeah. You get in trouble. Yeah, just letting you know. Hey, hey. I'm going to keep on right, I ain't mad at you, man. Right, well, I'm going back to my hotel and I talk to everybody. Have a, uh, wait a minute. I want to say happy Easter, everybody. Oh, likewise. Oh, likewise, Easter, my man. Too. Likewise, brother. Likewise. Yep. All right. Well, All right, take I'll it tell easy. you what. I'm down in Florida. Y'all have a good one. I will catch you on the rebound, I hope. You know, take care until next week. Next Tuesday, right there on the VOC Nation. In the room with Brady Hicks. I'll make sure I be on there. Awesome. All right. Bye. All right, All right brother. brother. Love you, brother. Love you, brother. <laughs> love you. <laughs> love you. All right, so getting back to what yeah. we're talking about here. Hollywood yeah. Hogan versus mm -hmm. Ric Flair. Hmm. You know, I, my wife says Flair. I'm going to have to go with Flair, and I'll tell you why. Um, Hogan was more marketable pre-NWO. Mm -hmm. In the NWO, the faction became too big, in my opinion, because of that, it kind of right. watered everybody down because they were all vying for TV time, even though Hogan was the uh, de facto leader. But mm -hmm. when you had Flair with the Horsemen, all four got equal time, all four got equal um, billing, and all four had uh, matches and feuds that were, you know, unique to themselves. So... Short of the ability of Jim Crockett not to produce a decent T-shirt, let's move, forgive that. Uh, yeah, I'd have to go with Flair. Good point. Yeah. That's good point. They all got airtime. Um, from Rick Flair yeah. to I mean, you look, at, you, you look at it, right? You, you've got Hogan and uh, you had Hogan and The Rock at WrestleMania in Toronto. Okay. Prior mm -hmm. to that, you had the NWO. You had the formation of the NWO at the Ocean Center in Daytona Beach. All right. Yeah. You had Hogan and you had Hogan and uh, you had Hogan and uh, Goldberg. Yeah. But of the other three, I mean, of of the Outsiders and and of Bischoff, the only one that comes to mind is having something memorable in terms of a feud is Bischoff and Medusa. Other than that, I don't remember. I don't really remember anything that stuck out. From the outsiders. That doesn't mean that they weren't good. It just means that 
there weren't, you know, the the, the storylines and the angles around them wasn't weren't properly developed. Yeah, great point. That's a great point. Yeah, but I mean, reminded me that that show Entourage. We he just yeah. had like a whole bunch of people around him. You know? When he was Hollywood Hogan, right? I mean, then they'll be able to get a million members. It seemed like. <laughs> yeah, how many people? Then they split off, and it's like, well, okay, well, we're we're done. You know, it became you can't tell a player without a program. Yeah, and then I guess that would lead. I guess that would lead in, us right? into our would lead me into one that I didn't think of before. All right, who was better, the wow. NWO or the Four Horsemen? Wow. Oh. That's a great one. Oh, wow. That's a great one. Now, neither one were marketed properly. The NWO had a better had a better T-shirt than the Horsemen, only because the people at Crockett just didn't know what they were doing in terms of marketing merchandise. We'll throw that away. Sure. But you know, again, NWO versus the Horsemen. I, I obviously I tipped the Horsemen. My wife would tip for the Horsemen for the reasons I just stated. But what do you guys think? You remember? Well, you remember the, the was, Horsemen was, had to had the chewable vitamins. <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, Mr. you're an NWO man. guy. What do you think, though? If you had to stack up the NWO versus the Horsemen, I would put and my money on the NWO. The main four maybe. guys, not not the seventy-five guys that came later. Oh, okay, okay, uh, okay. With that being said, so um, all we're talking uh, about is Hogan. We're talking about Hogan, Bischoff, and the Outsiders against the Horsemen. Okay, you know what? And I, you know what? In all fairness, and, and I'm a number one fan of Hollywood Hogan. In all fairness, I like to say the horseman. Okay, so what about you? Oh man, um, I'll never forget the night they had like the horseman and Dungeon of Doom and every faction you can think of take on the NWO. Remember that Nitro, the big ball? Yes. Yes. No, that that was that was that was crazy, and I'm and I'm thinking the whole time I'm thinking to myself I I wish to God it was this would have been the original Horsemen taking on the NWO because that would have rocked <laughs> that would have been amazing. Oh, most definitely, yeah. most definitely. But because um, I mean, if you guys oh, don't man. mind, we'll finish off this this whole whole we'll finish off this whole Hogan uh, ordeal. I'm going to give you guys one that I thought was kind of funny. But my wife, my okay. wife enjoyed this one when I threw it out. All right, who was better, Hulk Hogan or Thunderlips? What? <laughs> <laughs> Thunderlips. Who was better, 1982 Hulk Hogan or Thunderlips? Wow. Oh wow. Uh, I gotta go. Uh, I gotta go. Hulk Hogan on that one. Okay. Hulk Hogan. <laughs> Thunderlips, man. I mean. God, he, I, I, I loved him in Rocky Three. Oh my God, he, he was great. Yeah, I mean, I, I was just an interesting concept because at the time, um, Hogan in '82 was the hottest heel going, especially in Japan. I, and then you had Thunder I, uh, I mean, you know, I, I guess, I guess it would boil down to who would get the leg drop on the other first. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I know, right. Well, Thunderlips had a better arm drag. And he definitely had a better short suplex. Wow. Oh, yeah. Than Hogan did in 82. You know, plus, he was the undisputed heavyweight yeah. champion. <laughs> that hasn't happened in a long time where you're the undisputed heavyweight champion. 
Wow. And yeah. Hogan didn't hit his stride promo-wise until 85, 86, whereas Thunderlips was there oh, in 83. Wow. Yeah. So I decided to just make your stage asset. All right, I, that's my on. little trip down Hogan memory lane. What do you guys got? Wow. <laughs> You, you, you get you get some more for us, Mr. Hollywood. Um, let's see. Let's see what I'm gonna take a lot. You, you can um, take. You know, otherwise, I can moderate this game. I've got a ton of them. There's so there's so many. Yeah. Um, let me take one. Um, okay. Goldberg, Goldberg, and um, okay. Goldberg and Lex Luger. Oh Ooh. man, Goldberg very interesting. I'm going to defer to Stroh on this one since he saw both of them. You shared the locker room with both guys, Stroh. What do you think? Ah, man. You know, but both both these guys come from very athletic backgrounds. You know, Goldberg. Goldberg and, uh, and um, Lex. They're, they're talking about Goldberg and Lex Luger. Mm-hmm. I love the Lex votes for Luger. Total go ahead, Stroh. You were saying uh, and you you know you, I, I just you, Hiro Matsuda was the guy that you know kind of broke broke Luger in and conditioned him to be a professional wrestler and you know that's not yes you know I mean to, to be broken by a guy like Hiro Matsuda you know same as Hogan same way I mean you got to be yeah. tough so, yeah um, so I mean and plus um, you know both of them athletic backgrounds and. Um, and and hard hitting when they want to be. <laughs> oh yeah, both of yeah, them. definitely no question. I mean, no both question. former yeah, football that, players. Mhm. Yeah, no question. I and, doubt about it. And they, so yeah, that that that'd be a tough pick, you know, because uh, both of them bring a lot to the table. I, I think uh, if you would go with Luger, just because on the experience end, but with uh, Goldberg's track record, the way he's just plowed through everybody, I mean, that's yeah, you can't argue with that. Yeah, you're I, right. I think you, um, I think you hit the nail on the head, though. The, the intangible factor, it would be Hiro Matsuda at ringside. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> you, you were one bad Charlie, but Matsuda wasn't Matsuda wasn't above getting involved. Yeah. You know, and he wasn't the, yeah. he wasn't the typical manager that didn't know what he was doing. I mean, that sort of hurt you in twelve different ways. Oh yeah, you're right. I totally agree. I totally agree. I remember, I remember uh, the night that Kurt, Kurt Hennig wrestled uh, Goldberg, and, and he scared the crap out of him. And, and like after I, that, I remember Kurt, that Kurt, Kurt was in the ba- Kurt's, Kurt was in the bathroom, really throwing up from the spear. He was. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh my I'm god. Nailed him hard. Oh yeah, uh, you gotta you gotta realize that's a what a three hundred plus pound football player in You're basically right. a tackle drill with no equipment on. You're right. Yeah, it's like I didn't hit my train. Oh, absolutely, no doubt. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, that's, that's right. a good one. So let's see. Goldberg, yeah. Yeah, that's a great one. Stroh, you're up. Oh crap. Um. Barry Windham and Drew McIntyre. Oh man, okay. All right. I'm I'm gonna go with Barry Windham. Two tall guys that can go. 
I mean, really, I mean, <laughs> they pretty much all night. So Mr. Hollywood goes for Wyndham over Drew McIntyre. Okay. A former, a former horseman. Yeah, the White goes for Wyndham. Right, I'm going to be uh, in the minority here and say McIntyre only because McIntyre to me was more was more three dimensional than uh, Wyndham. Wyndham was a better tag wrestler than he was a singles wrestler. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think McIntyre can go in either direction very easily. Yeah. You know, Wyndham, I, Wyndham you yeah, know, he was part of the horseman, but he never quite fit with that group. Right. It was something different. It was definitely something different. And, and I would, you know, it, it'd be a tough one for me. I mean, if I would go, like, for Wyndham, I would go with, with him because of his experience. But, like, with, uh, like, like you mentioned, Chaz, with uh, his uh, being multifaceted, could be good tag and singles. Uh, I mean, that that'd be the McIntyre's favorite too, because he's really proven himself. Definitely, definitely. Definitely. All right, I got one for you guys. It's going to be kind of interesting. Okay, what do right. we got here? MJF and Nick Bockwinkle. Oh man! Oh, wow, that's a good one. Oh man. You know, everybody right, compares go. MJF to Roddy Piper. I don't see it. I see the obvious mm-hmm. comparison to Bachwinkle. I'm going to go with make Bachwinkle with him. Yeah, you know, what makes Bachwinkle so really special is the fact that, you know, he, you know, a lot of guys who scream and shout during promos, and, and, and Bachwinkle will talk to you like he's giving you a history lesson. <laughs> yeah, he was, he was very astute, yeah. Yeah, my my wife voted for Bachwinkle, and I would have to go with Bachwinkle only because of the fact that, like you said, Nick didn't have to didn't have to anger you with insults uh, to get you to go to the stadium to watch him wrestle and hope he loses. I mean, Nick could talk to you like you were picking up a prescription, and you still wanted to see him get hit over the head with a chair. No, right. <laughs> I've seen him. I saw him on YouTube once. Yeah, incredible. Yeah. Well, I mean, you got to you got to understand. Nick was a traveling champion, so he would go down. He would be in Minneapolis, and he'd have you know the whole Ganya crew. He'd have Ganya and Mad Dog and Greg Ganya and uh, and uh, whatever other popular star at the time they wanted to throw at him. And he'd go down to Texas. Now he's mm-hmm. looking at wrestling a young Tully Blanchard, a Gino Hernandez. Uh, Dusty Rhodes, and it was mm-hmm. the same Bachwinkle. Different opponents, same Bachwinkle. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then he'd go, out to, he'd go out to Japan, and you'd have Inoki and, and Jumbo Sharuda and Giant Baba. And, again, it was the same idea, a whole different area of the world, whole different set mm-hmm. of opponents, same Bachwinkle. Right. And I think when MJF, he's got a little bit more seasoning ahead of him. But he's definitely on the right mm-hmm. track. I mean, because everything he does should just annoy the hell out of you. And what's going to happen when you're right. that annoyed? You're going to go see him wrestle. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. You, I totally agree. You give you give him time though, in the, in the experience of a, of a boxwinkle. I I think that uh, he'll he'll mature. 
Oh yeah, you give him a, you give him a good manager, you give him a straight man to counteract that mm-hmm. comedy that he does, and sky's the limit for him. Could you imagine right. if an MJF had a Bobby Heenan in his corner? Wow, well, that would have been awesome. Oh man, yeah, Heenan would be awesome. amazing with him. Oh yeah. Awesome. Oh yeah. Second, like I said, I always called that kid the second coming of Mick Bockwinkle. <laughs> Yeah, that, that's 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 a good that's a good one. Those two. All right, Mike, I'm so Charlie, well, you're up. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm at the call of the night, unfortunately, but um, I'm all right. right. You got one more for the road, or what? I'll tell you, I'll give you one for the road. I tell you, uh, you'll like this. I'll do this from the road. Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna say I'm gonna say um, I'm gonna say Paul Order versus uh, Sid Vicious. Oh, nice. Very nice. Orndorff <laughs> oh, and Sid man. Vicious. Yeah. Oh. That's tough. You Two left us with a good dudes, one. Man. Yeah. Right. Have I'm, a great I'm, night, Mr. I'm, Hollywood. Have a great Easter. Yeah, I want to say, Pops, my, my friends, I just want to say I, I truly love you guys. I love you guys. I, I hope you have a brother. wonderful Easter, man. I really love you guys. I enjoy talking right. to Happy you guys too, on brother. WCW Retro. Where, Take care, brother. Where the stroll is. You too. Love you guys. Love you too, brother. Happy Easter. All right. All you right. Too. So uh, the the queen of the the Bye. queen of the run-ins says Orndorff. What do you say, Shro? Oh. Ah man. Oh man. Um, tough. Well, with, with the, yeah. Yeah. This is a tough one. Uh, both these guys bring a lot to the table. Uh, the, I mean, the intimidation factor and. Power yep. game, you would say. Yep. And then you got the, the experience and the intensity of Lindorf. Um uh, you know, I I would have to give it I have to give a nod to Lindorf, honestly. Just that because yeah. uh, I mean and he's he's been big time matches, you know, with guys that were twice over twice the size and came out on top. So I mean Yeah. Definitely, I, w- I would yeah. definitely have to go with Orndorff. And you know, you got to understand there, they were both in that same big pond at the time that they had wrestled mm-hmm. in WWF and and uh, and Crockett and whatnot. And Orndorff coming out of right. Florida and coming out of Mid South uh, with with uh, Bill Watts and whatnot. And, you know, and Sid coming out of Central States and Memphis. Yeah, I'd, I mean, I'd, yeah. I'd have to go with Orndorff because Orndorff was just to me was more underrated. And there was no reason for the guy mm-hmm. to be underrated. He had the kind of personality to carry a main event. Right. Right. Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, I'd have to not Orndorff on that one as well. Yeah, yeah. That, thank you, Mr. Hollywood, for that. <laughs> Picking those two, that's, that's really, that was a good choice. And anybody that had the over uh, under on Mr. Hollywood using the NWO first, you won. Had you bet under two, you won. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man, good, good, good stuff. Uh, so, uh, uh, is, is it your turn now? Uh, no, you're up. I'll go after you. Oh, okay, okay, all right, all right, all right. Uh, let's see. Uh, uh, Ray Mysterio and uh, Tiger Mask. Wow. Ray Mysterio and Tiger Mask. Yeah. <laughs> the wife just said a word we can't use on the air, but that's okay. That was her old moment <laughs> for the evening. Uh, 
You know, I'm going to go with Tiger Mask, and I'll tell you why. I mean, his he could he could chain better than anybody. He could chain Russell better than anybody, and he oh, did it yeah. at such a speed Maybe. that it looked like high spots, and it wasn't. He never left the ground. Right. And it, it just looked mm-hmm. like a million high spots, and it wasn't. And the, the quality of talent that he had that opposed him in such a variety of styles. Uh, mm-hmm. No disrespect to Ray, but Ray is kind of physically limited in terms of his height, even though he took on guys mm-hmm. three times his size. I mean, he, he took on yeah. – here, still mystifies me that he took on the big show as well as he did. Mm-hmm. You know, so uh, it's it's a tough one, but I just have to think across – Across continents, across different styles, across uh, the the wrestlers that he helped to shape. You know, nobody knows. Uh, mm-hmm. Very few people know this, but Tiger Mask was responsible for molding the very young Eddie Guerrero and Chris Benoit when they were the Black mm-hmm. Tiger and um, yeah. and uh, the Pegasus Kid. Right. I mean, they were both Tiger Mask's proteges out in Japan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the, the wife votes yep. for Tiger Mask, but you know, yeah, it's hard to deny Mysterio. It's a good call there, show. That was a good one. Oh yeah. Well, when Bart, you know, when I, I when I first saw Ray um, in Mexico, through his, you know, in his matches, I mean, I was just amazed by his like speed and accuracy. Oh and yeah. A lot of his ring, and it, it really reminded me of. Back in the day, the Tiger Mask and watching him definitely and matches with him and Dynamite Kid definitely just, just blow your mind. There's a <laughs> there's a sequence that's still on. There's a sequence from Japan that is still on YouTube. At least one last I checked of Tiger Mask and Dynamite and they're opening in the open of one of their matches. I mean, it was just a, a master class of hold for hold for hold. Mm-hmm. And it's just something you don't right. see anymore. You know, now it goes lock yeah, up don't. to the ropes, lock up to the ropes. It's like, come on, guys. Yeah, it goes lock up to the ropes all day long when, you know, they went lock up to to five different chain maneuvers and back out again. <laughs> That's yeah. amazing. Oh, it's good stuff. Yeah. All right, so let's see. What, what do I yeah. got? Another one. Let's get a yeah, good one here. Got let's get a good one here. All right. The obvious I'm not going to state, but I'll do this one. Kevin Owens, okay. Mad Dog Buzz mm-hmm. Sawyer. Oh. Of course, wow. the largest Buzz Sawyer mark of the, of the country is yelling out Sawyer from the room next to me. <laughs> I know what you're, but you should call in. 1914 <laughs> uh, You want to do run-ins? Yeah, okay, good. Yeah, we know. Wow. We know all yeah, about it. All right. Yeah, so what do you think? Uh, oh, oh, man. Uh, Buzz Sawyer was a wild man. Um, the Clash and Styles, no two ways about it. Yeah. You know, in, in, in Kevin Owens, you know, he's very versatile, but at the same time, you know, he's very calculated what he does. Whereas Buzz Sawyer, he was all over the place. Oh, yeah. You never knew what Buzz was going to do. <laughs> but he could wrestle. I yes, mean, there was a um, a match that he had early in his career where he did a, 
a 10-minute scientific batch with Lou Fez. Sawyer could go mm-hmm. when he wanted to. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's that's a tough one, Tim and Owens. It's a tough one to pick. Uh, it is. I'll be honest yeah, about this. Because Owens could go with anybody. Yeah. I was never a big Owens fan before. I had some issues with uh, his presentation and his look and whatnot, but over the last couple mm-hmm. of years, I've gained a new appreciation for him. I mean, he can, he's definitely uh, someone that can go, so to speak. Right. Right. And, and, and Sawyer, I've, I've got it. I, I mean, he's been in some classics over the years. Yeah, I mean, I, th- I think I would have to tip to Sawyer only because of the last battle of Atlanta. That match still goes down in history. Oh, uh, that was epic. <laughs> yeah. Hell in the Cell before it was popular. Right. Oh, man. Could you imagine those two in the Hell in the Cell match today? Oh, my God. Yeah. Can you imagine Sawyer and, and, and Owens in Hell in the Cell? Yeah. Yeah, I oh, can. Man. I think they'd that, be that better was, suited in the Elimination was, Chamber only because of the fact that the cage is right up on, or the chain link is right up on the ring. There's no, there's not a lot of room at ringside for, you know, one thing I don't like about Hell in a Cell is that you've got, you've still got that four, four to five feet of space in between where the ring ends and where the cage begins. Mm-hmm. Whereas the last Battle of Atlanta, I mean, that cage was connected to the ring. There was no getting out of the ring. Right. There was no going mm-hmm. to ringside to grab weapons. It was just you and the other man. Right. So, cool. Well, here, cool. Here, here's one for you. Um, uh, Braun Strowman and Warlord. <laughs> wow, there's a good one. Braun Strowman and the Warlord. Yeah. Yeah, I got to say the Warlord, to be honest. I know you did. Shut up. So the Warlord. Yeah, I definitely think the Warlord. He was, uh, Strowman's a big, strong guy, and he's intimidating, mm-hmm. but he wasn't the right. kind of killer that the warlord was. You see Strowman oh, in a bar, man. you might walk up to him and say, hey, you know, great match, love your work, can I get a picture? You saw the warlord at a mm-hmm. bar, you're like, holy shit, this guy's huge. Yeah, I don't want to mess with him. Oh, jeez. You know, leave him alone. Man. That kind of <laughs> stuff. So I think, I just think in terms of that factor, yeah, I think the warlord over, uh, over Stroman, yes, my wife said Warlord over Stroman too. Except now you see the Warlord at CAC, and he's a sweetheart of a guy. Yeah. Uh, it's amazing what age does oh, for man. you. Hey, right. <laughs> All right. I'll never forget Amy, that you got to get one now. It's your turn. No, Amy, is Amy's turn? Okay. Yeah, she's, it's her turn. She's over there doing a run, and she's bashful yeah. to be on air. Yeah. But go ahead, Amy. What do you got? Oh, you got that one? Oh, that's cool. All right, I'll, I'll go with that one for you. Uh, the Usos versus the Wild Samoans. Oh, wow. Hello. Classic styles. <laughs> I got to go with the Wild Samoans. Man. There's no beating the original. As, uh, you know, and... and you get, you got the Usos. I mean, they got the high flying style and the and the Wild Samoans. I mean, they're like they'll do anything to win. 
and there's savagery, yeah. right? So yeah, it's really hard to bet, bet against that. <laughs> yeah, definitely. All right. Oh, she's got another one. She says she wasn't happy with that choice. Okay. Hold on. What do you got now? Okay. I got you. She's going with Kamala <clears throat> and Omas. Oh, wow. You got to give the height to, oh. to Omas, but let's let's talk about the styles. Oh, right. Kamala versus yeah. Omas. Ah. Well, well, here's the thing with Omas. I mean, he's a solid competitor, but I, I still don't think he's yet to be tested. Like, you know, Kamala was one of the high-profile guys all the time, right? Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah, I mean, I think, uh, I think you're right. Rock, I think. But I mean, yeah, I mean, you know, given a showing and losing, it's still losing. But Kamala was in the game with the best. Yeah. Yeah, mm -hmm. most definitely. I mean, so, you know, it, it got to the point where he and Abdullah the Butcher wouldn't work wouldn't work each other in Japan because basically Abdullah was scared of him. <laughs> Kamala finally spoke in an interview and said he didn't care one iota about Abdullah the Butcher. He wasn't afraid of Abdullah. That was interesting. Now I'd have to, I'd have to yeah. go with Kamala as well. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right, brother, you're on. You go. Okay. Um, uh, I would say... Who? I had someone on my mind. I got to just sleep my head. Oh, gosh. Okay. Um, the spoiler. Last spoiler. And last um, superstar. <laughs> we actually did this one. Amy, the spoiler against the mass superstar. Mass superstar, he says. Mass superstar, yeah. I gotta say the spoiler. Don Jardine could walk the top rope better than anybody. Oh, without man. help. You, know, you see these kids nowadays walking the tight rope on the top rope, and they got the opponent holding their hand. Not Don. Don mm -hmm. did that stuff by himself without a net. Don't get me oh, wrong. Yeah. I think the mass superstar was was, uh, was a hell of a concept and a hell of a wrestler. I mean, let's be honest about right. it. Look at the, you look at the different incarnations of the mass superstar going to the machines, and uh, mm -hmm. demolition. But I mean, uh, I don't right. think there was a better all-around presentation of of that of Mr. Edie's um, repertoire than it was under the mass superstar. Oh, by far. And there's there's one I would kind of give, like like Kamala. In which you know, he he uh, he faced like the best of his time. Yeah. And as the master. Yeah, so. definitely. So. Yeah, all, most definitely. Oh. I, I think uh, I think the mass superstar was definitely ahead of his time. I think uh, I think the spoiler was about ten years too early, coming in the late sixties, mm -hmm. early seventies, and then finishing up in the mid eighties. I think he was uh, ten years too early in terms of appreciation of what he could do. 
Right. All right, so I'm going to go way back. Let's let's reach backwards into the time machine and pull one out here. Uh, okay. Lou Fez and Dane Malenko. Oh, wow. The wife votes yeah, for Fez. Yes. I would have to go with Fez also. Only because uh, of the title reigns. Yeah, I'd have to agree with you guys. In terms mm-hmm. of how they stacked up, similar. Very similar, but Malenko just never got the title run that Fez did. Right, and, and and you know, both both have influenced other others as well. Oh yeah. Definitely. There's uh oh Rachona, Masahiro Chona, who recently had his retirement match with Muda. Japan. Yeah. Yeah. Um and Mint Malenko, they've they've helped I don't know. His whole family's helped out a lot, a lot of guys. Oh, absolutely. I mean the first time I saw Dean Malenko on WCW, um, you know, he had won his match with a Texas Cloverleaf and you're just I'm just sitting mm-hmm. there going, Now that's a wrestler. That's a good right. old fashioned mean grappler. That it was something that we mm-hmm. weren't seeing at the time because Everybody was lucha and high spots and this and that. And there you see Malenko yeah. staying on the ground for 12 minutes. <laughs> yeah. You know, could Malenko have carried as well, himself as well back in the 40s and 50s and early 60s as Fez did? Mm-hmm. Hard to say. It was a different It was a different era. There were, you know, 15 Dean Malenkos at that time. Right. Now, including, mm-hmm. your, including your great uncle. Well, let's call it like it is. Your great uncle, once you got past the entrance, he was a hell of a doubt and dirty mat based wrestler. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, he go. This is amazing. Yeah, I mean he was he was no slouch. I mean you you look at his matches and all right, get past the entrance and get past the um you know, the valet and the bobby pins and the robes and the pop and the circumstance and ring that bell mm-hmm. and gorgeous George could go. Absolutely. You know, you're looking at uh, another obvious comparison. I think we already established it is Gorgeous George and Ric Flair. Mm-hmm. But I would have to give the nod to Gorgeous George. Only because of the fact that Flair, by his own admission, is not a shooter. Gorgeous George was. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh man! I'm gonna throw I'm gonna throw one out for you. It's not a who, it's a which. Mm-hmm. Since you okay. pretty much worked all over the place, so mm-hmm. which was better for you, Smoky Mountain or WCW? You know, I I learned a lot from both, being there for both, um, and uh, but yeah, honestly. If I didn't, years prior, if I didn't have the experience that I got from Smoky Mountain Wrestling you know, in various places, I, I wouldn't know have been re- near ready for WCW at the time because they had, like, the best, the best from all over the world, right? Yeah. And, yeah. Um, and, and, and to go each night with someone from a different style and experience, you know how, and if, if I didn't have the experience prior 
you know, from the, the territories with the Smoky Mountain left and, and in other places, Memphis and uh, Puerto Rico oh, and sure. places. I, I, Mexico, I, I definitely wouldn't have had to been ready. I mean, I feel I wouldn't have been ready. So, uh, um, I, I hit yeah, that I kind of stage. Was blessed. Yeah. Yeah. It was blessed to, uh, you know, start a foundation there to say the career, you know, with Smoky Mountain. Sure. Definitely. Definitely. That's always an, an interesting idea when you have someone who's been in the business as long as you have and has, has you know, seen the tail end of the territories into the larger the larger companies. It's always interesting to get your insights in terms of uh, which was the better experience for you. So I'll always be grateful, you know, for the territory that we've got to, got to learn from. So. Most definitely. All right. What do you got there, sir? Oh, okay. Um, what's it? Uh, well, uh, I had the Road Warriors. And um, Road Warriors and when all of that team. Oh God! I, I, give me a second. <laughs> I just team with the brain and I get like uh, no problem. The Road Warriors and. Um, Oh, um, Road Warriors and uh, FTR. <laughs> wow, that's a good one. I- I'm going to be unpopular. I'm going to have to say FTR. Mm. Uh, the Road Warriors and, F- and uh, formerly known as the Revival. And he says the Road Warriors. I'm going to say FTR. I'll tell you why. They, they had all this time to study the warrior style had the war had this been a, a fantasy match, I think the warriors mm-hmm. would go in there with the same reckless abandon that they always have with no matter who they were wrestling. Whereas FDR right. would have probably spent at least sixty days to ninety days of nothing but studying film of the road warriors, trying to look for weaknesses. Yeah, you know some people. Yeah, I'm going to go with FTR, Tully and Arn, which. Would be a great comparison, don't get me wrong, but in that, I, I figure it's too easy. It'd be Styles make the match. Yep. Right. I mean, it's really too easy. Styles make the matches. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, cool. So let's see, let's see, let's see. Well, let's take a break for a second. Let's go back to what we were talking about. We talked about WrestleMania. We talked about the fallout from WrestleMania. The one thing we haven't heard about yet are the budget cuts. Are the roster cuts, you know, the famous post-WrestleMania roster cuts. Other yeah. than them uh, teasing Bailey, having keeping her off of television and her cryptic tweet, I haven't heard about any other roster cuts of you. I haven't heard any cuts or anything. Um, I know there was a, a bit of a controversy. I don't know if you heard about Dana Brooke. Someone had a Dana Brooke sign and they took the sign. I heard some about the fan. Yeah, the fan got the Dana Brooke sign taken away. It was like the one of the yeah. rare times now at Raw where a fan got a sign taken away for saying give Dana Brooke a chance. 
<laughs> I guess there must be some know. hidden profanity laced in there because I didn't see it. I thought that uh, was actually kind of cool. Right. I and, thought that uh, was very cool. There's, but, one, you, there's one guy. You, you want to laugh one uh, He wore a big, like, a cosplay and big boss man thing. No, and, and I didn't hear about that either. He, and he was, somebody he was kicked out because something, he was dressed like a police officer. Yeah, because he cosplayed in WWE in their own arena. <laughs> yeah, that's interesting. <laughs> Except when they can make a dollar off of it. All the kids wearing the Rain Mysterio mask at $34 a piece. Sure, if they can't make a buck off of that's it, they don't want to see it. <laughs> I get that part. <laughs> and all the Cena wristbands and the Cena hats. Yeah, don't let Vince McMahon fool you. If Vince can make a dollar off it, he'll let it in his arena all day long. And you know what? you got to give it to Snoop Dogg for saving that segment with Miz and Shane Lack. Shane McMahon. Uh, dude, he called it all on the fly. I love it. There wasn't one thing that was it was worked out. Everything was called on the fly. Now, that's the worker. Yeah. I, I, was, I was pretty impressed. You know, I'm going to get rezzed and I'm going to get run down for this, but I still say Logan Paul is the best pure natural talent worker that the WWE has had in the last 20 years. And even the boy is just an idiot savant when it comes to wrestling. He can go. Yeah, I mean, he can go. Yeah. I mean, this time he went without hurting himself. Right. In Saudi Arabia, he hurt himself. WrestleMania prior to that, he hurt himself. Mm-hmm. This time he went the right. whole, he went the route without hurting himself. You know, there yeah. oh, he came down out of the Raptors like Shawn Michaels. Yeah, so did Owen. I'm surprised mm-hmm. they even. My wife said this. She was surprised they even did the zip line uh, maneuver after what happened to Owen. Yeah. You know, but again, technology's changed, I guess, and it's. It's a lot safer than it used to be. Mm-hmm. But, you know, but yeah, I don't I know. Mean, that's mean, a good match. Yeah. Yeah, I thought they had a good match. Um, I thought them, I thought in terms of the believability of the matches, they were all believable. You really, if you mm-hmm. divorce the idea of, you know, oh, I've watched this for the last six months unfolding, I think, and just if you were, you know, a casual fan, or not even a fan, thrust in front of the TV and said, all right, watch these matches, tell me what you think. I think there was a mm-hmm. lot of, of, of good quality um, wrestling psychology that hadn't been around for a while. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. We're, you know. we're, okay, we're being joined by Patty. Pa- uh, Patty, welcome back. Give us your retro. Hi. Yeah. Hey, Patty, how are How's you? How's it going? <laughs> Doing okay. Just hanging in here. <laughs> well, that's good. Yeah. Yeah, we're we're playing a game tonight called Who's Better? And then we're picking two wrestlers and random wrestlers and uh, talking about who would be who would be better of the two. Oh. I know that's got to be a good topic. <laughs> oh yeah. Are there two wrestlers you'd like to talk about? We can discuss who we think would be well, better in our opinion. Most of the ones that I like have already retired. 
it's fine. It's mm. for many generations. So yeah, yeah. any two you want to talk about? Um. Well, I'm trying to catch up with some of the newer ones, but I don't know a lot of them yet. So well, it doesn't have to be oh, new ones, Pat. You can, can use you can pick two old guys up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So I'm just kind of having to play it by ear until I learn some of the new ones. <laughs> That's all right. Because I know they they got to be just as good as the older ones. <laughs> mhm. Mm uh, you know, just kind of take it one step at a time until I learn who's who. <laughs> okay. Sure. Well, what are you thinking about it? Uh, three one four. Eric. This is a uh, tour, I believe. Tour. How you doing? All right. How's it going? You doing okay? Yeah. That's good. That's good. We're, we're playing. We're playing a game tonight uh, called Who's Better, and where we pick two wrestlers from any like past or present, and uh, we talk about you know, who would be the better of the two. Do you, um, do you have two wrestlers you want to talk about? Okay. We can discuss who would. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I would say Randy Orton. Mm-hmm. And um Matt Riddle. Oh, wow. Matt Riddle. Interesting. Randy Orton and Matt Riddle. Orton. Yeah. yeah I think <laughs> Orton hands down. Orton. Okay. Randy Orton is a good one. <laughs> Mm-hmm. What about Paul Orndor? And who would be the other person? Yeah. I used to like Paul, Paul Orndor. Yeah. You got another one to throw with him? No, just... Well, I think one of my favorites was always been Mark Henry, but... Paul Orndorff has been another good one. Mark Henry, Mark Henry, and Paul Orndorff. What do you think, guys? That's uh, yeah. that's interesting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is. Well, strength for strength, obviously Mark Henry, but wrestling ability. If it was a mm -hmm. wrestling match between the two, Orndorff. Yeah. 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 I Orndorff have to agree Orndorff on would have his tongue hanging out of his head. I mean, yeah. twelve minutes in, and twelve minutes in, and Mark Henry would be gasping for breath. Uh -huh. right. yeah. <laughs> you got that one right. <laughs> that that would be interesting. Wow. Cause, uh, yeah. Man. Uh, the one I would have liked to have seen. Yeah, the one mm -hmm. I'd like to have seen, but it's no comparison. But I don't care. I'll throw it out there. Anyways, Mark Henry and Keith Lee. Oh, Keith yeah. Lee. Wow. That'd be hard hitting those two. Uh -huh. <laughs> I'd have to go with I'd have to go with Mark Henry. Yeah. What Mark, about Mark Milton, Henry grabs you Milton Fraser? <laughs> Y'all ever heard of Milton, Milton Fraser Junior? Nelson Fraser Junior. Uh huh. Nelson Fraser Junior. Uh, yeah, it's viscera. Yeah. 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 The only thing I hated about that one is he's passed away. 
and yeah. his wife is still grieving over it after yeah, all this time. Yeah. Same thing with Yokozuna goes to prove that you cannot you cannot eat like there's no tomorrow and not have any damage to your heart. Yeah. Mm. But yeah, I, I can, I can understand so, how she feels, though. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Because, you know, to be yeah. close to someone like that forever and be married to them and then have them pass away, it is a hard yeah. blow to have to deal with. Yeah, definitely. Well, here's, here's one for you. Um, Viscera and uh, Big V and uh, <laughs> King Kong Bundy. <laughs> Ooh, oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, Viscera and King he, Kong Bundy. Bundy. Oh, he yeah, was a good one. Yeah, the wife says Bundy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, Bundy. What do you guys think? Uh huh. I'm gonna go with Bundy. He's more mobile. Oh yeah. He's, he can move around the ring faster than than Viscera could. Yeah. <laughs> he was fast for a big guy. Old Bundy. Yes, he was. Yes, he was. And what do you and, think, Charles? Huh? Ooh. That's a tough one for me because seeing both these guys in action. Oh my gosh. Uh I would uh I would have to get the speed to uh Bundy without but um both of both of them can yeah. pack a can pack a wallet. <laughs> oh yeah, definitely. Definitely. <laughs> definitely. <laughs> There's one that's kind of interesting, at least in my warped, twisted mind. Um, mm-hmm. Dr. Death and Terry Gordy or mm-hmm. Terry Gordy and Michael Hayes? Oh, man. And you can, feel, you can feel free to insert Terry Gordy and Stan Hansen as well because they were all interchangeable. Oh. So if you had Doc and Terry mm-hmm. and you had Hansen and Terry, who would you pick? Mm-hmm. That's gonna be a hard one. <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I like all these teams. I really do. I, I really gotta go. Yeah, with, uh, Doc and Gordy. Those guys, yeah, I think I've so. seen them as amazing. And but I never forget forget when uh, Bill Watts brought them to Japan to tame down the Steiners. <laughs> yes. And the, the, yes. And the matches they had together. I mean, not many people could could go with the Steiners during that time. But man. Gordy, almost Gordy and Dr. Jeff, man. I mean, could you imagine being the, the man in charge, the, the referee for Gordy and Doc against Hanson and Brody? And those matches happened out in Japan. I'd be scared mm-hmm. to, to, be the, to be the referee in that match. Because <laughs> those four guys are going to do whatever the hell they want to do. That would be hard-hitting from bell to bell. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Definitely. We didn't even have it away. All right, so let's take a, a short break on this one. What's your thoughts about um, All In being in Wembley this year instead of Chicago? That's that's big. That's huge. 
Yeah, I think so. That's I huge. mean, I know the uh, I know the IWC, the fanboys are all upset. It's supposed to be in Chicago. No, it's not. It's supposed to be where <laughs> Tony Khan wants to put it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now the other the other obvious question is are they going to fill Wembley? That's a ninety thousand seat stadium. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's, you're that's looking at there. the WWE filled it when they did that when they did the mm-hmm. Euro, the card in uh, the European card when uh, when Davy Boy was headlining at Wembley they filled oh, it. Oh yeah. But mm-hmm. is is the roster at AEW right now, and take Paige out of it, because that's the obvious, or take Soraya right. out of it, is that roster strong enough to fill a 90,000-seat stadium? They're going to have to bring the heavy hitters for that one. Dusting off the guys in cobwebs. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't... But yeah, there's something. There's certain people I don't see them, you know, just drawing tickets. I, and there's others that do. But there's a lot of guys that we haven't seen on TV lately, like Miro. Miro would draw. Mm-hmm. You know, right. the European fan. Believe me, the European fan. Um, just from the little firsthand knowledge that I had of them, they're not stupid. You know, they mm-hmm. they suspend their disbelief and they. They cheer and they boo as they see fit, but they're not stupid. You can't just right. put any garbage match up in front of them and go, oh, by the way, uh, yeah, you're going to pay 190 or 200 pounds a ticket, and you're just going to come mm-hmm. because we're we're this company. You know, I think where the right. WWE gets, a, gets spoiled in a lot of ways is the brand is bigger than the people. People go to mm-hmm. WrestleMania for the experience, as much as they do for the talent. But our right. European fans going to go to AEW and Phil Wembley in the middle of summertime without someone to really hang their hat on, you know? I mean, I hope it works out for them. I mean, that's big for them to get Wembley. Oh, yeah, it's huge. And I, I think I'm going to go on the limb. I'm going to tell you what. Soraya is good for 25,000 tickets on her own. Right. Oh, yeah. You know, regardless of, of uh, your thoughts on the family or your knowledge of the family, I just think on the mm-hmm. strength of her character right now, she's the hottest thing going at AEW. No, no doubt. No doubt about that. Yeah, I mean, I, I really hope they do good down there. I mean, that that's huge, and... If if they do well down there, that could be the, a huge turning point. That whole company. Oh, agreed, agreed. So let's see. So we we've, we've now covered the WrestleMania, the Raw, the possibility of budget of roster cuts, and all in being in Wembley. Any other bits of news we haven't covered yet? Well, I hope Shane McMahon gets well soon from his uh, quad surgery. Yeah, quad surgery is no joke. That's just, uh, I mean, we saw Triple H when he had his quad surgery, when he had his quad injuries and quad surgeries. He never wrestled Mm -hmm. again without having that leg heavily bandaged. 
Yeah, yeah I get that. That was that was uh, an unfortunate uh, accident. I mean, it happened off of something, you know, relatively easy. It happened off a of leapfrog. Yeah. Man. So that's yeah. um. Uh, give us food, Shane. <laughs> yep, definitely. I remember, Shane, you're over you get... 50. Stop that nonsense. You're not 22 anymore, <laughs> son. Oh, wow. You hit 50, it gets a little harder to get up in the morning. It, it really does. And you start, <laughs> things start, things start popping and cracking that you're like, oh, did you hear that? Actually felt kind of good. That's bad. Yeah. That's bad when that happens. Father time waits yeah. for no man. Mm-mm. Do you uh, have any uh, any plugs, guys, you like to plug? <coughs> Just put it yeah, away. Go ahead, guys. Patty, you got anything you want to plug? No, you can't think of anything right offhand. <laughs> oh, okay. What about you, Tor? Well, next week I'm having my surgery to um, get rid of the cysts on my right breast. Wow, well, I'm praying for you, man. Hope that all works out for you. Yeah. yeah. Oh, thank you. <laughs> oh, you're welcome. You're you welcome. Mentioned- since you mentioned it, I'm still waiting on the results on that MRI that I had done. So I might have to oh, call okay. the doctor's office to see what I can find out. Because <laughs> I'm really getting yeah. a little, you know, worried about what the outcome was if that, you know, was going to be. <laughs> yeah, well, just have faith and, and think positive and it'll all work out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, That's about all I can do. <laughs> yeah. Most right. definitely. All right, Jeff. They say it could be worse. <laughs> yeah. yeah, definitely. For myself, there's actually quite a little bit going on. You know, other than uh, right. the obvious plug of, of uh, always happy to appear on WCW Retro with Papa Stroh, and I'll appear as long as you guys want me to keep uh, coming in and chiming in and giving my opinions. So it's definitely uh, a podcast worth listening to. (laughs) Yeah. And besides, every time I give my opinion, it gets on my wife's nerves, which is a plus. It makes me happy. (laughs) April 11th, Amy and I will be married for seven years. And she hasn't killed me yet. I'm happy for you. <laughs> well, thank you. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, like I said, she's been plotting my demise ever since April 12th, uh, 2016. <laughs> but you know, somehow I'm a little too wily for her. I, I can. Don't uh, have a big ego and it gets on my. Yeah, I know how to get in and out of the ring and stop the count. <laughs> so, other than my wedding anniversary coming up and WCW Retro. Yeah, I'm going to be appearing (laughs) in Decatur, Illinois at New Wrestling Revolution on April 15th. Uh, In May, I'll be making my way back down to the Memphis Territory of Pro Wrestling Mid-South. Haven't figured out what dates we're going down there yet. And uh, and then the big one's in July. July 28th, I cannot stress it enough. 
You know, WAW comes to North America and presents a night to remember. You know, we've got, uh, well, yeah, we've got two world title matches. Zach Zodiac, and by uh, his own request, has requested that I be in his corner. It's going to defend the WAW World Championship against Thomas Latimer. And uh, Camille is going to defend the NWA Women's World title against Soraya Knight. That's going to be a first-time ever matchup. Soraya's first ever shot at the entertain uh, at the uh, NWA title. And you know, this is Mom. This is not former Paige. So if you don't know who she is, go look her up. You'll be very, very surprised when you see how awesome <laughs> she is. Uh, Papa Stroh makes his long-awaited return to Chicago. So again, we're looking very forward to a night to remember. Tickets are on sale right now through Eventbrite. Um, so go to eventbrite.com and, and make your plans to um, to join us because the Tilly Park Convention Center is connected to the Evan Hotel, so you can actually make a, a weekend out of it, which is kind of mm-hmm. cool. You know, other than that, not a whole lot going on. Ten o'clock is going to be a busy weekend. <laughs> oh yeah, it's definitely going to be a busy weekend. Um, you know, it's been four years since Soraya Knight's. Uh, appeared or competed in Chicago. Uh, Zach's never defended the uh, WAW world title outside of England, or outside of Europe, I should say. He's defended it outside of England. Um, Latimer and Camille are the two hottest things going right now, and all the best to them on their weekend here in Chicago coming up with the uh, NWA 312 pay-per-view and the TV tapings on Saturday. I wish all of them good luck on their matches that weekend. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Definitely. But that's all I got for tonight. Yeah. Wish I could be right. there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Looking for, nice to remember, man. Looking forward to this. God, that's going to be such a good show. Definitely. Y'all got to fill, yeah. gotta fill me in on that one when it happens. <laughs> Yeah, no problem. But th- thank thank you guys so much uh, for being here. It's always a pleasure. Please come by next next Thursday. Thank you to our listeners. Uh, be sure to catch the archives of tonight's show on bfcnation.com. This was for Redemption Retro in today's date. And uh, we'll see you guys uh, next Thursday. Uh, take care. God bless. And have a great Easter, everybody. Yeah. All right. Take care, all. <laughs> You guys have fun.
Hey, this is the Total Package, Lex Luger. You're listening to the VOC Nation. Don't miss out. Hey, guys, before we get started, I just wanted to read this commercial because it's an agreement that we made with a really great podcast, and I want to tell you guys all about it. Pro Wrestling Interviews, it features guests who are hot indie stars as well as the greats of the ring. Each week, you can join the amazing Velvet as well as Dr. John as they host this jam-packed hour of interviews, pro wrestling news, and entertaining guests. It's an hour you don't want to miss. Trust me, you don't want to miss it. Every Sunday, 9 p.m. Eastern, just go to ProWrestlingInterviews.com, and it'll take you to their Facebook page where you can get the custom podcast link for that week. Don't miss a second of Pro Wrestling Interviews. That's Sunday nights, 9 Eastern, ProWrestlingInterviews.com. The worldwide leader in entertainment. This is the VOC Nation Radio Network. Check out In The Room. Every Tuesday night at 9. Listen in. Pro Wrestling Illustrated's Brady Hicks, former WCW star Stro Maestro, Kathy Fitz, Matt Grimm. And you and Ray are there too, right Ray? We sure are, and we've got great guests like Lex Luger, AJ Styles, Taku, and more. It's a heck of a party. Plus, I didn't get thrown off uh, buildings. And then uh, I didn't get pregnant either. Sometimes I think it gets so ridiculous. We were getting into, like, snuff film territory there. In the room. 9 p.m. Eastern on VOC Nation. Yo, this is Jerry Stein of the Nasty Boys. Yeah, Brian Knobs here. You get ready to get nasty. Well, listen to the VOC Nation, baby. VOC Nation is one of the longest-running wrestling podcast networks. Having started way back in 2010, VOC Nation provides daily streaming shows where fans have the ability to interact with their hosts, and guests via phone calls, emails, and Twitter. VOC Nation hosts will include former backstage interviewer from both AWA and WWE, Ken Resnick, former WCW performer The Maestro, former Impact performer Wes Crisco, Pro Wrestling Illustrated contributor Brady Hicks, and former Philadelphia radio personality Bruce Works. Archive-free content includes past interviews with huge names like Hulk Hogan, Jesse Ventura, Kurt Angle, Jimmy Hart, Ricky Steamboat, Ding, Mick Foley, Joey Styles, Howard Finkel, and so many more. Listen live at VOCNation.com and subscribe to all the podcasts by searching VOC Nation Radio Network on your favorite podcast app. And be sure to follow these guys on Twitter at VOCNation. Bill After has been in the pro wrestling business for over 50 years. Hey, Tony here with uh, Arn Anderson. Arn, first of all, your height and weight. 6'1", 255. And now subscribers to VOC Nation Premium get exclusive access to Bill After's archived audio footage. And uh, where's your hometown? Minneapolis, Minnesota. Okay, and uh, give us something about your back. First of all, your relationship to Ole Anderson. Ole is my Subscription to VOC Nation Premium starts at just $3 a month and includes commercial-free audio and video versions of our top podcasts. Okay, we're speaking here with uh, the manager of the World Heavyweight Tag Team Champions, Tarzan Tyler and Luke Graham, and he's, uh, he's sort of glowing tonight about a new prospect we haven't heard of yet. And for just $9 a month, Aptor's archives are all yours. Uh, would you tell us who this new prospect is? Well, I'll is? tell you, Bill, I've searched the world, and I finally <laughs> found a true world champion. I finally found... What's your opinion of uh, Ivan Koloff winning the title from Bruno San Martino? Well, I think, uh, I don't know what to say, but I, I want to say one thing. Bruno was an early champion. Hear exclusive interviews with the greatest performers of all time. Here's Phil Asher, and once again, we're speaking here with 
Bruno San Martino. Bruno, first of all, how did you and Bruiser lose that title to the Valiant? Well, actually, it was a, a, a very unusual loss, if you want to call it a did loss. Did have anything to do? Well, yes, but the whole thing is that the rules, as I always understood them, was that the title could only be lost by pen or, or submission, which is the same rules as uh, my title, the World War Wrestling Federation. That night, uh, it was... To sign up, it's very simple. Head to premium.vocnation.com or go to patreon.com slash vocnation. VOC Nation takes you behind the scenes of the greatest moments in pro wrestling history. Each and every Thursday night, check it out. WCW star Stro Maestro takes you on a journey. It's WCW Retro. Talking old school match of the week, talking dream matches, taking your calls and looking back on an incredible career of acting, entertaining, and wrestling. Check it out. VOCNation.com. WCW Retro. Be sure to call in Thursday nights, 9 Eastern, on the VOC Nation Radio Network. This is Matt Hardy, and you are listening to the VOC Nation.